the blast from our past network. Ten days ago, CIA broke up an arms sale to a bunch of Middle Eastern terrorists in Hamburg, Germany. Now, that's happened before, so ordinarily that sort of news doesn't come across the president's desk. What made this one different is the fact that the purchase was made with gold bullion. And the gold bullion was dated 1863 and stamped property of the Confederate States of America. We had it carbon tested and authenticated, and it's real. Now just think about what I'm saying. Going back in time is a pretty easy way to make money. Our committee would have exclusive jurisdiction over this program? Yours and yours alone. No one can know about this. It's too dangerous. <laughs> That's very good, George. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back. I am your host, Tim. We are back with another entry into the year of time travel with 1994's Time Cop, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Welcome mm. to co-host Dean. Hey, Tim. Good uh, pronunciation on that name. That can be a tricky one. Uh, No, it, it just it depends whether you want to go for it or not. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you go for it, you sometimes sound pretentious. Yeah, if you go right off it. the top with Gene, then it's it's just downhill <laughs> from there. Yeah, Gene. Yeah. But you did yeah, a good job. JCVD. Okay, you yeah. You can't lead with that. No. You can get there later on, but you can't lead with that. No, people would not know who you were talking about. Well, some people would, but hardcores. I feel like you have to explain a little bit of that first. Yeah. yeah the hardcore is... Which I am. I of mean, course. if you say J J C V D to me, I'm like, well, obviously I know what that is. Right. Yeah. Check out this tattoo on my arm. You it's have a J C V D tattoo on your arm? No, I don't. But okay. That would be news speaking. to me. I was kind of excited. Maybe maybe you got it for this episode. I was pretty excited. No, I would not. Okay. Get it? Not that for kind this of episode. commitment. Not that type of movie mm. that would mm. get me to commit a tattoo of Jean. You just have to explain to people, I just really love Time Cop. That's why <laughs> well, I Well, then I would it. get I Time just... Cop. Why would I get JC, JCVD? I'd get Time Cop. Because he's the heart. He's the That'd heart and the butt cooler. of this movie. <laughs> the heart and the butt. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, his butt is fully clothed. That is unfortunate. It is. He. We get underwear, though. So yeah, yeah, bad. yeah. Yeah, we get the splits a couple times. Oh, they are great moments too. On countertops, like uh, you it's know, spread across two countertops. It's really it's impressive. Like, it's like an iconic shot. It should yeah. be it should be something that plays when they when you know when you're at the theater and they're just playing those clips of movies, like the famous <laughs> things that happen in movies. That <laughs> shot should be in one of them for sure. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh his butt is facing the camera in that yeah. shot too. It's great. So they did. They they got that much of it right. Um, Dean, had you seen Time Cop before? Before this? No, I had never seen Time Cop. I had fallen asleep to Time Cop two once. Okay, yeah, cool. Time Cop. My only history with it. Yeah. What's it? What's it called? Like the Berlin Directive or something yeah, like that? Yeah, or something like that. Berl so it's worse than that. It's like the Berlin Decision. Something like right. so dumb. Yeah, I got it. Um, like I bought the DVD 
for like a dollar or two dollars or something in like a you know a, a dollar bin and uh i threw it on and i was just really tired i think i fell asleep within the first five minutes and then i never watched it again i think i still own it i just never watched it again well dude that's because you had no idea what, what went down in the first movie exactly like if if you um if you bought the empire strikes back for a dollar yeah and you watched it you'd be like this movie sucks <laughs> worst dollar i've what's ever spent. what's even going on in this, this thing? movie sucks uh that is not my experience i'm kidding i'm kidding by the way about that (laughs) i watched return of the jedi then empire strikes back then a new hope and i thought they were all great (laughs) i went reverse order on that one yeah yeah uh also i don't think time cop one has anything to do with time cop two definitely not the same actors no it's it's not the same it's not uh jean jean is not in the lead no well um i don't know i I think Time Cop's well-made. I think they had a fun idea. Uh, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that it was based on a comic book series. Uh, yeah. Short, short series. So you can, you can have some pretty cool ideas in comic books. Uh, some of that comes through in the movie. But I don't think they took the movie in the right direction. Interesting. I really liked the movie. You really um, liked it? I really liked it, yeah. I think it, like falls apart a bit at the end but by that time i don't really care i think after the splits happened i don't really care what happens in the plot uh so it was i I was really into it like it really grabbed me at the beginning i thought characters were uh, a little bit better than they usually would be for me in a jean-claude van damme movie and that's probably because it comes from uh, a comic book It, it really showed to me that the writing came from something else because you know just like uh characters that um, you know, are maybe good and then switch, but still have a redeeming arc. I feel like the redeeming arc part is not something that comes across in, in you know, these 80s, 90s action movies. So as soon as there was like multiple layers to characters, I was like, oh, this must have come from somewhere else. And that's kind of when I looked in and saw that it came from a from a comic book. So uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. That's interesting. Fairly, fairly interesting. Okay. Um. I I don't know. I'm kind of like torn. I, I yeah. definitely don't think it's great. Um, I definitely had fun with it at times. They do some neat stuff. I, I'm kind of different than you, though. I, I struggled to care about the characters. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think that I don't think it's the story's fault, though. Like, I think the story tried, but they were trying to put too much stuff in, like too many characters in and they didn't really flesh them out well enough i think they took a lot of things for granted which is fine in a movie like this but it seemed quite tropey uh very much in the style of like 80s and 90s movies um especially with the wife where she's so helpless and can't do anything for herself and i became tired of that just in the movie i also thought like (laughs) the chemistry on screen with uh jean and Mia Sarah was just awful. But I literally <laughs> yeah. felt awkward watching them talk to each other. Yeah. And I think it's because she was so awkward talking to him. Right. Just like it really was awkward talking to him. She just didn't didn't quite want to do it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think they had too many ideas stuffed into this movie, which you can get away with in a comic. But in a movie, it's a bit different. I almost feel like we jumped into Time Cop 2 and they had already yeah. established a lot of things in Time Cop 1 relating to the characters. And they just expected us to know it already. 
but that wasn't the case. We didn't know it. This was the first one, but it's fine. It's like, this is kind of the type of movie, you know, the type of action movie that would come out at the time. They'd always have a love interest that needs to be protected in some way. You've got the classic formula of the bad guy and all, all that other bullshit. But um, you mentioned like the movie sort of not really being a Van Damme movie. Like this wasn't really what you were expecting. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. This isn't his typical movie. I I don't think he was the right choice for the lead role in this movie. Oh, I totally agree. Like this movie would be good um, if it had someone else in the lead role. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I it would definitely would have been elevated for me. I was kind of yeah. thinking about who might be a good person to take that role, and I landed on Dolph Lundgren as oh, okay. as the guy that should have had this role. I think that would huh. have been uh, pretty good. Interesting. Yeah, I was Stallone all the way. I couldn't get my mind off of Stallone. Uh, yeah, Stallone would also be a good call. I could see him in this role as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That'd be just fine. Uh, okay, a uh, quick uh, synopsis here of this movie. Max Walker, who I will refer to for the rest of the movie as Van Damme. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Walker, but sure, Van Damme. No, great. No, Uh He's an officer for a security agency that regulates time travel. He must fend for his life against a shady politician who's intent on changing the past to control the future. Exciting, riveting time travel. Yeah. Riveting stuff. Stuff. Paradoxes and. <laughs> right, of course, yeah. Difficult situations. Yeah, you know with time travel that there's going to be difficult situations and paradoxes. It's kind of a given. It's kind of a given. <laughs> yeah, that's why we love it so much. Yeah, I'm very interested to uh, get into some of the uh, time travel mechanics when we get there in this episode because, uh, uh, yeah, I would say that um, in this movie, um, the things that I think do fall flat at the end are a lot of things that I thought they were setting up at the beginning. And then they like never did at the end. So then it yeah. just seems like maybe they weren't actually setting anything up at the beginning. Right. I mean, uh, the story is just not great. I'll... Yeah. So what what I like about the story, though, is that like I like, I guess, the aspects that were probably pulled from the comic book. So like you have this to new technology and that technology needs to be policed. And I think that's a really cool idea that you have, Oh, time travels possible. So we get police for it because <laughs> you're, you shouldn't be allowed to do it. So I just like, I really like that concept just right off the top, which is why this grabbed me right away. Well, sure. So I'll, I'll get into it here. Like this is what I want the movie to be is I want it to be, I was going to save it for the first scene when we get to it, because that's part of what's awesome about this movie. But I want this movie to be like Van Damme chasing a group of guys through different time periods, like have right. a, a gang of people have gotten control of this technology, this time travel technology. Maybe there's five of them, whatever, who cares, but they all travel to different times and kind of set up, set up shop and they're rigging the system with their time travel. He has to go back and systematically find them and bring them to justice that's kind of what you need this movie to be if you oh, want yeah. it to be a Van Damme action movie. Trying to throw in this love story with his wife, trying to throw in this second partner twist that they do. There's way too much stuff going on that they don't have time to work through 
so it doesn't really get resolved in ways that make me feel good and I have trouble caring for the characters because like I mentioned before I feel like I've just been dropped in the middle of something yeah right like it's an hour and a half movie and they try to do a lot in it they just move from thing to thing to thing really quickly um so yeah I I I get what you're saying that it's a bit longer than that I think it's like 147 I don't think so I think it might be 137 maybe it's not 147 okay yeah it's it was pretty short, I think. I think it was it, maybe just a little bit over an hour and a half. Yeah, but yeah, they got lots. They got lots to do in that time, and uh, yeah, that type of movie, um, you can go through the like quick jumping to different times and following a, like a gang throughout the times. Uh, you can do that in an hour and a half pretty easily because you don't have to like hold too many of the other relationships or or whatever too many other characters in the movie. But yeah, it tried to this movie tried to build a lot of new new relationships halfway through the movie that are then going to become turning on you and then become not and yeah it's doing a lot of stuff for some reason it was fine for me i was into it i i was just kind of rolling with the punches uh but i definitely noticed like when it wasn't really you know it wasn't really the the best it could be like when i lead off here and i say it's a great movie i'm talking like six out of ten type thing for me but i just like was expecting it to be much worse yeah i hear you yeah, I'd yeah. say six is generous, but that's fine. Uh, there <laughs> yeah. is a lot of fun stuff. I think the time travel stuff is pretty damn cool in this movie. I think Agreed, a lot yeah. of that works. I think it's just characters and some story stuff that doesn't work for me. But uh, you know, this again, it, it was a uh, it was of its time. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. Uh, released in 1994 with a budget of 30 million dollars, this film grosses 101 million. Okay, uh, so that's a huge success. And that was Van Damme's most successful movie. That makes sense. Yeah. Not ca- wow. not counting like the Expendables, but like a movie that right, starred yeah. Van Damme. It's the, it, this made the most money. That he led. Yeah. Because they went back in time and sent oh, more shit. people to the theaters to watch. Yeah. That's what they did. That's a Tim. You got it. Or I don't they know went who back they in are, time but... and just made made more commercial spots. They yeah. bought more commercial spots <laughs> so that it's all about the TV, Tim. It's all about getting yourself on TV. Right. Now, this was directed by Peter Hyams. And right after this, he directed Van Damme in Sudden Death. And mm-hmm. he also did The Relic and End of Days. Music by Mark Isham. I actually really like the music in the movie. I thought it was, it was a good. bit too good for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it, good. It was really epic. And I just thought it was <laughs> a bit too much at times. But it yeah. was really, really yeah. good. He also did Point Break, Waterworld, Blade, and The Mist, among uh, many others. Okay, cool. Now, getting to this opening sequence that I mentioned before, it's great. We start in the 1800s, and there's a guy robbing a stagecoach for some gold, and he ends up doing it with weapons that certainly don't belong in the 1800s. Yep, it's a great start. And it's uh, it's a very easy killing of like five guys for him and and stealing of this gold so that gets me really excited it's a really cool idea and a really cool opening and yeah it just needed more of that in the movie no you're totally right yeah now that i'm thinking about it like i 
I went in on such a high after that scene. And then after a couple of the scenes where it's like explaining the concepts of the movies, I was just like way up there thinking about the movie. And then it did slowly decline for me and never really crawled back up. It never did the thing where it turned back around. It was like, okay, now we're going back up the hill. But I think it just started at such a high. Like this is such a cool opening. I know, you know, it's coming, right? You're watching it and you're like, oh, this guy's got something (laughs) under that cloak. You know, he's got something under the cloak. Um, Just a great start. Really feels like a comic book it, this type of opening really feels like you know the opening pages of, of time cop the comic book uh yeah very cool yeah i mean oddly enough the time cop comic book had little to do with this actual story okay interesting it was very very different like the only thing that was similar is really what you pointed out to and in, in the it's that there's time travel and it needs to be policed but interesting okay yeah i mean just really quickly i think a guy follows someone back to whatever period of time in Africa and arrests the guy, then comes back to the future and everything's gone to shit because that guy, when he went back to Africa, he brought some tech with him, like a a robot, some sort of robot fighter. And that got left there. So it changed everything. He goes back to get that robot back. And in the process, like gives a guy a big diamond who helps him or something. And that guy goes on to stop apartheid. So okay. it was a really like completely yeah. different story. But yeah, it sounds yeah, sounds way way different, except for like the changing of the future, but like yeah. just the general concept of that. Interesting. So we cut to nineteen ninety-four, where we learn a doctor has figured out time travel to the past. Now, what I like about this, especially in a movie like this is that they don't get into any specifics about time travel, which is perfect because I don't want this movie to try to explain time travel to me. All they say is that this doctor figured it out. There's a binder in front of you. Look at it if you want, but it won't make any sense to you. And the guy even opens up like the binder, the the top, (laughs) the opening of the binder. It looks at the first page and like closes it again. It's just like, I don't know what this (laughs) is. No, thank you. He's like, I don't care. So I was was cool with that. Uh, What did you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I liked it. Uh, I also like that he mentions, uh, can't go to the future. That hasn't happened yet, you dummies. We can only go to the past. And I just like, I, I really thought, you know, one of those, when, when you're, they're explaining time travel in a movie, it really feels like they're talking to us. You know, they're letting us know right. how it's going to work in the movie. And he's just like, don't bother thinking about the future. That doesn't matter. Like in here, we can't go there. It hasn't happened. We can only go to the past. Uh, so yeah, I was really on board with this setup because it was so simple. Uh, I was just like, yeah, let's go. Uh, we, we can't have it happen because if you, if you change anything in the past, this is what they're saying, explaining. If you change anything in the past, it could drastically alter the present or, and maybe you don't even like exist anymore. Um, so we need to police that. We need to police people being able to go into the past. So I just, yeah, I love this whole time travel part. Yeah, we're at a meeting with government officials who are talking about this, um, yeah. how, how time travel has come up and that they need some sort of agency to, um, to police it. They call it the Time Enforcement Commission or the TEC for short. This scene ruled, dude. It fucking ruled. Yeah. Um, this guy doing the pitch is so convincing. He's so I good. was just like, sign me up. I'll donate yeah. to this TEC. For sure. It sounds like we need it. I was like, it. who is this guy? This guy is great. This, like, I, I feel like I haven't even seen him in any movies. He's amazing. Me neither. Yeah, he was so charismatic. Just like yeah. as he's breaking down all the ways that time travel could go wrong for everybody at the yeah. table who, who they're all skeptics, right? Like we don't yeah. need this, this agency. And he's like, Oh really? 
How about this? And then how about that? And how about a little bit of this on top? And then he ends it with, uh, oh, and yeah, um, we recently found gold from 1883 in a weapons deal. So we think it's already happening. Yeah, great. Yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, there's a really funny line in there, too, where one of the bureaucrats who doesn't want to, like, give money, right? Uh, he says, how much is this going to cost? And the guy says, <laughs> says it's going to cost a lot. And the guy asks, how much is a lot? And the guy's response is, more than a little and less than too much. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> so that's the perfect response. Just it is. Shut it's a perfect down. response. Yeah. Basically, he's just like, shut up. <laughs> you're going to pay for it. Yeah. Don't it's worry about it. It's not too much, so you're going to pay for yeah. it, but it's a but lot. But it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also at this meeting, a Senator Macomb, who is our big bad in the movie, agrees to oversee the project. And we learn that Van Damme ends up being an agent for the TEC. Right. Yeah. Now... Van Damme's home gets attacked, right? He gets shot in his front yard by some thugs. He's got a bulletproof vest. He's okay. But his house gets blown up with his wife inside. Yeah. Then there's more time travel fun as we go back to 1929. And Van Damme's ex-TEC partner is now a sleazy stockbroker and has a newspaper from 2004 that he's using to buy stock. Another fun scene. This guy's got some futuristic like music device. It's nothing I've ever seen before. I think they actually like created some sort of weird like futuristic okay. Walkman or something. Yeah. Because the cartridge he put in looked like a large like Game Boy cartridge and he put it in. Right. I, I don't think that was a real device. I think they just like put that together for the movie. Well, it makes sense that they would put it together for the movie because it's this 2004 is supposed to be the future for the movie, right? right? And he's supposed to be from 2004, so that makes sense. So this is fun. Uh, Van Damme's there to take this guy back. Uh, we get to see for the first time Van Damme travel through time. He kind of like yeah. walks through what looks like it becomes like a circle of liquid air. And, and yeah, he kind of like cool. walks through it and it kind of sticks to him and then he walks out and then... It all kind of like ripples back and then disappears. Yeah. Pretty good effects. I will say for this movie, I liked it. the effects were really, really good. Yeah, I agree. Now he wants to take this guy back and this guy doesn't want to go back. And we get a fun like action sequence here, um, you know, with this guy and uh, his, his little thugs that come in. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good action sequence. Um, some of them in this movie are like weirdly bland. Um, but this one I liked. I thought it was pretty solid. Uh, you get a splits right away. He does a splits uh, in this fight. It's just like when he starts fighting with his kicks, it, I, I'm, I'm like, I don't care that he's not that great of an actor. You need these kicks on the big screen. Like they just have to be in movies because they're so great. Yeah. That was one of the funny things in this scene is one of the guys that comes out is like an oldie time boxing guy. Yeah. Like picture like the, like, you know, it is, it's in the 1800s, right? Like picture one yeah. of the, the boxers from back then, you know, there's like those memes of the guys and they've got their hands way out and way apart and their yeah. fists are like curved back to their face, you know? Um, so that guy like gets up to fight Van Damme and Van Damme like kicks him three times in the head and that guy's out. 
Yeah. Which is kind of funny, great. but I started to think about it and I'm like, kicking probably existed in the 1800s. It's like, that's not oh, a yeah. new thing for the 1900s or 2000s. Like, I'm pretty sure people always knew how to kick, but I just yeah. thought it was not that it, high, though. They played with they played with that whole idea. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was. Uh, they, they definitely played with the idea that his feet are a uh, unfair advantage They're from compared the to anyone else who wants to fight him. Yeah, his feet are from the future. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, man. Watch out. In the future, we can high kick. Yeah. So Van Dam eventually brings him in. This guy also had a really cool high-tech shotgun. That was just awesome. Yeah. He was blasting the yeah. room up with. But this was really cool how Van Damme was able to bring him in because um, this guy doesn't want to go back. He's, he's really worried about Senator, Mac- Senator McComb. Like he's scared of him and he'd yeah. rather just kill himself. So he jumps out a window. Van Damme jumps out after him, grabs him and like activates his time travel device before they hit the ground. And they just kind of hit one of those watery openings again and they disappear through it. So, yeah, I, I, I like the fear, first of all, in his partner of like of that senator, that's the one who sent him here, saying basically like if if he finds out that I told you anything or if he finds out that I got taken in with you, he has time travel. He's going to wipe me and all my families out of existence. Like it's not even I'm going to kill your family. You're going to make it so they were never even part of history at all. And that was, you know him saying that you're just like oh yeah like he's, he's gonna take out all your relatives your whole like bloodline he's just gonna make sure never happened so this guy definitely uh you know this senator has a lot of power with this time travel over the people that he's like forcing into doing uh his work i mean this guy was sort of on his side it's not that he was forcing him but when you have that kind of upper leverage uh you feel like you're never gonna get out of it so yeah he jumped right out the window and yeah very cool van damme jumping after him grabbing him and then activating the the um, time, whatever, the, the, the time machine to go back into time. Yeah. I'm sorry, to go forward into time. Forward in time. Then they cut yeah. right to this guy in court. Yeah. And he could give up Macomb, but he won't. Yeah. So he gets sentenced yeah. to death. So they send him back right to the exact spot yes. where he had jumped out of the window and right yeah. like halfway down and he falls and finishes his fall to death. I like that a lot. Great That's idea. Cool. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, great idea. Uh, I wonder, it, it made me, it got me thinking like, well, if you're taken in and you're not in a situation where you're dying, is the sentence death? Or is it just because he was falling when he got taken in and that's why the sentence was death because they're just going to put him back to where he was? Uh, cool stuff though. That is interesting. Yeah, I didn't consider yeah. that. Like, was it death because he tried to kill himself? Or right. I, I think it was death for breaking the laws of time travel. I. Th- I think so, but and I think I think they yeah. thought it was probably just the most natural thing to do, just to put him back to that exact moment right, where he yeah. was killing himself, anyways. Yeah, but uh, I like his introduction because he's walking into the building and someone had just jumped out of a window. Right. Yeah, and he sees him, <laughs> and what does he say? I can't. He says something like a very like common phrase. And mm. I was like, they didn't say that back in 1939. And it's because he's from the future. But that's like his first his first line was like uh, something about shit. He said shit in there. And I can't remember exactly what he said. OK, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. It was like a modern line. Oh, dude, stop trying to think. You're never going to. He's looking up at the ceiling trying to think of the line. You're never going to think of it. I can't remember, man. I know. You'll never pull that out. 
That would be yeah. the deepest pull ever if you could remember a specific line from this movie. Something about a shitty day or like you win some, you lose some. I don't know. Something like that. And I, I was just Was it like something about the sun shining or something on shit or I don't know. Maybe. Like yeah. I don't something know. Whatever. I, I don't know. Oh, no. Maybe was, that was the that was another guy. When he died, I think the guy, the guy that was watching him fall said right, something. That was like a that. different. Yeah, that was a whatever. different. Whatever. Let's continue. Let's move on. All I wanted to say, Tim, was that the introduction of the character is good. Because you give 1939, then this guy says that, and I go, well, that's not from... Ni- no one said that in 1939. It's because he's from the future. Yeah. He was also being really sassy about the fact that this guy committed suicide. He was really yeah. like, who fucking cares? Yeah. And then uh, 10 minutes later, he's doing it himself. Yeah. So. Now, the partner during that scene outed Macomb. So Van Damme now knows it's Macomb who's the problem here. Yeah. And that actually led to a pretty fun, uh, like, cat and mouse scenario with the Agreed. two of them. Yeah. Where when Van Damme goes back to his time period, um, you know, Macomb's like, oh, what happened to this guy that you had? Or, you know, uh, and Van Damme's just like, well, I lost my witness. And he's like, oh, uh, I hope you get your man. <laughs> and they're just, like, super cheeky with each other. Right? And it just, like, kept, I it never, just kept going. I never stop going. Yeah. <laughs> I never give up. That's a terrible Van Damme, but uh, he never gives up. He never gives up. It just kept going and going. It was so funny. The next guy would say a line, then the next guy would say a line, and you just, like, as soon as you thought it was over, the next guy would say his line, and it's just, you know, they're both, obviously, they both know that each other knows. Yeah, they know. He knows that you know that he knows that you know that you know he knows. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Now Van Damme gets a new partner. And um, they kind of show us here, uh, another thing I liked, that the TEC is able to detect when, tr- when time travel occurs. So yeah. they're able to track like ripples in time. It shows up on their device like a ripple. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely. I, I thought this was a uh, really good, um, a good way for them to be like, okay, go. We got to go get that person now. Like they can just detect when it's happening. Also, I did like the new partner. I thought that this was something that was the extra level for me of like character in the movie because the other partner isn't actually a regular partner. It's someone from internal affairs because he just came from his other partner dying. So like he's still kind of under investigation. His partner just died by traveling back in time. So what's up with that? We're going to put someone from internal affairs with you to kind of watch you. So I did think that that was kind of, yeah, like the extra level of, of uh, depth there. Yes, I was definitely okay with it at this point. Yeah. And I shor- I shortly become not okay with it. Okay, weird. It, it worked for me. Ooh, okay. Yeah. They um they're going to travel through time, right? And and we get to see like uh, you know, a look behind the curtain here at how that happens. Right. So we've yeah. seen Van Damme walk out of thin air, but what does it look like from the side where they're sending him there? Yeah. Yeah. Now, this was all very interesting. They get into like a ship, uh, but it's on like a, a rail. And this ship reminded me, anybody out there who uh, love toys, uh, I know Corey will understand this one, but the white jet from Starcom Toys, it looks just like this. Uh, but they get in this little white ship. It's rapidly sent to some sort of like Stargate which sends the people through time, but not the vehicle. Yeah. But when they come back, they come back in the vehicle. Right. So wait, 
What's going on here? I have no clue. Someone too. explain this one to me. I have no clue. The vehicle sort of travels through time, but is captured somewhere. It's some. It's in the somewhere in between. If they like parked it, they parked it in between times, and then they yeah. they when they go back, they just go back to where they parked it and and return. I really would have liked to have seen a scene <laughs> with the in between of what we're missing there. Yeah, of <laughs> where the cars parked, getting somewhere <laughs> where the ship's just floating. Yeah. <laughs> in like a wormhole and they climb out of it and maybe they like swim through the air. You know how people like swim? Oh, yeah. When definitely. they're floating. Yeah. But that I don't know if that would actually do anything. Yeah. Maybe. I guess if there's oxygen, it would you'd be able to. Depends. Move. Yeah. But what's the atmosphere like in a wormhole? I'm not too sure. Not sure. But I'd like to see them like swim yeah. to like the hole that they need to go to and then they kind of emerge out of it. Yeah. It would have been great. I was also very confused about what, why they that whole ship disappeared. And then they just yeah. fell into the water. I don't know. Right. And then they returned in the ship. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. I think it's called a plot hole. Oh, it, interesting. Which this movie had several interesting. of. Maybe that's where the ship was parked, in the plot hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not the wormhole, the plot hole. Right. Yeah. So they go back to 1994, and they find Senator McComb. He's visiting himself trying to correct a failed business move that he made in the past. Now, I mentioned good effects before. They're on full display here, as you have like yeah. the two of the same characters talking to each other. Yeah. This was really good for 94, dude. Yeah. This was very, very seamless. And when I saw it happening, I was like, okay, this is going to look a bit shitty. You're going you're gonna to be able to tell that one of them's not there. Not really, man. Not really. No, yeah, it looks great. I was uh, I was definitely shocked when they were doing stuff like this. Because again, for some reason, I thought this was sort of a lower budget type thing action movie, but uh, it looks fantastic in these moments. And they do it a lot. It's not, and they don't like shy away from it. You know, it's like they're just full yeah. display, putting it out there for you, uh, not really hiding it. And it looks awesome. Yep. So Van Damme tries to arrest Macomb, but Van Damme's new partner turns out to be working for Macomb. And helps him escape. And as a thanks, Macomb shoots her. Great. Macomb's not the best guy. So, yeah. So, I don't like this turning of the partner here. Okay. I didn't want it. You yeah. wanted the partner to turn at this moment? I mean, I it's the only thing that really made sense to me because they had him. They had him, like, dead to rights. And I just don't like if he was to just get away from here for some other reason. I thought the partner turn was good because they set it up earlier with, uh, you know, uh, Walker saying that he's got half of the department in his pocket. So he was nervous about who could possibly be in, in, in uh, McComb's pocket, but then he never really thought about her because she was from Internal Affairs investigating him. He didn't think ahead to think that maybe she could be the one that's also turning. So I, I, it worked for me. I liked it. I get that it doesn't, doesn't totally work because it happens like that it happens so fast it's just like new partner and now she's turning on you there just wasn't enough time for even the trust to be built but uh for some reason it worked for me okay uh there was a really cool part in this scene where van damme kicks the senator from the past in the face and gives him a like a really big cut yes and then we immediately see a scar appear on the senator from the future's face because that kick left a scar, a permanent scar. It's great. And it gives you all you need to know. That's cool time travel attention to detail in this movie. That exactly. is very, very cool. Yeah. 
Exactly. It tells you that if somebody, if your past self dies, your future self is going to die. Like without even having to tell you that. It just shows you that. So it's cool that he gets that kick in the face and then boom, scar right away. I loved it. Yeah, that was neat. So the senator got away. The new partner has been shot. And Van Damme has to like quickly escape back to the normal time period for him. And when Van Damme gets back, the senator has successfully changed the future by having that visit with his old self. He's changed the future. He's got a ton more power now. He's actually shutting down TEC. Uh, When Van Damme gets out of the ship, they're just like, oh, man, it's lucky you got back because we're tearing this thing down. Yeah. And Van Damme says, no, he needs to go back. He needs to see if the uh, double-crossing partner is still alive. Because she could be the one to rat on Macomb. Yeah. And and out him. Yeah. So Van Damme goes back to 94 again, looking for her, hoping she's alive. Yeah. Now, this exit from 2004 into 1994... You know, he walks through another one of these like water, sticky water bubbles. Yeah. This fucking ruled, man, because I remember seeing this in the trailer for this movie. Van Damme walks out of the bubble and he's on a highway. 30 feet behind him is a like a semi truck just storming down the highway. And he has to jump. He like quickly looks behind himself and has to jump down on the ground as a semi goes over top of him. This blew my mind when I was like seeing the trailer and I just had to see this movie. Um, and even that held up. Like even those effects weren't weren't that bad. No, totally. Like you can tell, obviously, that he's like there's a, just a screen behind him, but it's completely lined up perfectly. Like there, it doesn't look out of out of sync. It, it it I like I gasped out loud. I said like oh shit! Like it, it was great. <laughs> it looked awesome because I you know he he comes out onto the road. And I don't really expect, I expect him to roll out of the way of that truck. You know, when it's right behind him, I don't expect him just to drop down and it to drive over him. So no matter, it it looks good. It looks good enough to like shock me. Um, It was, yeah, it was a good moment. Yeah. So that's like a a bit of a more subtle joke in the movie that I didn't even really consider until just now that we're talking about it. But the first time we see Van Damme travel through time, he ends up exactly where he needs to be in this guy's office. Right? The perfect spot. Yeah. The other times, like the, the next time he, he falls from the sky into the water. Yeah. This time he's like three seconds away from getting smushed by a semi-trailer. And the guy who's in charge of sending him is this total like dorky computer guy who doesn't yeah. really care about his job all that much. He just cares more about watching virtual porn. Right. And like seems like the type of guy who maybe shouldn't have that job, but is maybe just one of the guys who's capable of doing it. So he has it. So I think it's funny that he keeps like sending him to the future in these these, like situations where he, you know, (laughs) it fucking sucks for Van Damme. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I got uh, very much like Boris vibes from Goldeneye where it's like, this is just the guy who can do it. He's a shithead, but like we have to have him because he's the only one who can do it. Exactly. That's exactly. That's a great call. Yeah. So Van Damme finds this ex-partner at a hospital. And wow, man, did this hospital scene suck. <laughs> it wasn't this good. sucked so bad. 
Yeah. There's so many plot holes in this scene. It blew my fucking mind. Okay. Like, lay them out. I was offended that the movie was that they gave us this scene and they're like, you know what? Here it is. Don't worry about it. Just move on. Okay. Tell me, tell me some of them. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember any of them. I was offended. Okay. Okay. So he wants to bring her back, right? He wants to bring her back to the future, if you will. Yeah. But she's injured. And they don't know if she's going to make the, the travel back, if she'll survive it, right? Right, right, yeah. So she says, oh, just go get some of my blood that they just took from me and take that with you as evidence that I exist. Okay. Okay, well, wait, hold on. <laughs> this is the part in the movie where my brain starts to melt because I don't understand what the fuck is going on time travel-wise. Because if she dies... What good is her blood in the future? She's dead. She doesn't exist. So if he shows up to the future with a vial of her blood, what's that going to do for them? Also, why doesn't she exist in the future? She wasn't killed in, like, she wasn't killed as a teenager in 1994. She was killed as an adult in 1994. So she should still exist in their new future, right? Like, maybe she doesn't have that job, but she should still exist. Well, you solved half of it for me. Okay, okay. But you, you caused a, an even a greater paradox. <laughs> oh, shit, okay. So the reason, okay, the reason the blood would work is yeah. because even if she died, wait, what's going on? <laughs> this is classic us trying to figure out how time travel works in a movie. No idea. What's going on? This okay. is going to be every episode. So she, she's, in 90, she's in 94 because they traveled back in time to 94. Yes, Herself lives there as a 16-year-old girl. Correct. So Van Damme goes back to find the older her that went through time. Yes. He finds her. He gets her blood. He's going to take it to the future because even if she dies, 16-year-old her would still exist. Yes. But here's the paradox now. The bad guys come back in time and kill her. The, the one that traveled to the past. They kill her so that she won't exist in the future, right? Or no, or do they just kill her so that she won't rat on them? Yeah, they kill Maybe her. Maybe they just want her dead. Yeah. I was thinking, why didn't they kill 16-year-old her as well? But I guess right. that doesn't matter. They just that, want no. the one who traveled through time dead. So actually, I think I think we worked through it. I think yeah. the blood will work because 16-year-old her would still be alive. But then like, what is the blood even? The blood doesn't work. It just proves that she is a person in the world. But that doesn't mean that he changed time. It doesn't mean he traveled anywhere and changed time. They need her to actually come back and say what happened. Like, just having her blood doesn't do anything. That's not evidence enough to say that this guy messed up with mess time. Yeah, I'm not sure the blood matters. No, because Van Damme's just going to be like, this person was my partner and isn't anymore. And then they, like, put the blood into the system and see that that person does exist. And they're like, okay. I mean, that's yeah. a real person, but that doesn't be mean that what your blood, story right? is true. It could be anybody's blood that he comes back. Exactly. He's like, this is my partner. This was my partner. <laughs> okay, so this, I didn't like this because it didn't yeah. make sense to me. Tim, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real. I didn't even know that that was part of what they were talking about. Yeah. It, I was well, busy during that time. I was busy explaining what was going on to my wife. <laughs> so I didn't, did, hear, I didn't hear any of that. 
Did you watch this once or twice? Just once. Okay, so I watched it twice, and okay. this was something after the first viewing, I was like, I don't know what the fuck went on at the hospital. Yeah. I don't know why they're doing this. I need okay. to pay super attention. Yeah. On the second viewing, so I did. So I picked up on what exactly was going on. Yeah, I missed the blood. Which still didn't make sense. Yeah, I, okay, think so that's the time, my... I think the time stuff is okay, but the blood being like the thing to bring back doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like we, yeah. you may as well cut off a lock of her hair and just be like, yeah, this is her hair. She exists. This is someone's hair. It doesn't matter. Dude. She used to that's be an agent enough. here, but she's not. So they changed things. <laughs> that's Why? How, I'm just supposed to believe you that that person used yeah. to be an agent? That's enough to put Macomb like in <laughs> the jail, president in jail that you went back in time and got someone's blood and you're like this is enough evidence now this is we've got him red-handed yeah because got him. you have a vial of someone's blood i don't get it man no i don't get I it i think it maybe it possibly does make sense but i just can't wrap my brain around it yeah i uh, i just thought the whole plan was to take her back which makes sense taking her back makes sense because then she can testify Maybe I'll look into this and see if we can make sense of it, and we'll talk about it on the wrap-up. Maybe he's supposed to clone her in the future. <laughs> and then that clone will have her memories and be able to explain what happened. Oh, that's a great idea. That should did have been part two. Did they talk about that in the hospital? No, no, she okay. died too quickly. Damn. Okay, but that's just the first thing about the hospital that okay, I Okay, great, like. great. So when Van Damme goes to get the blood, right? She's yep. like, just go. Right. They just took blood from you. Go to the yep. blood room. Get it. Okay. So he goes to the blood room, which I guess anybody's allowed to walk into because uh, he just uh, yeah. walks into it. Yeah. And then he finds her vial of blood among hundreds of other vials of blood. And then, oh, you know what? You know whose vial of blood is also like right there beside hers? I know. His wife's vial of blood. Yeah, I know. Oh, what's that doing there? Oh, let's just take a look at that. He grabs that one. There's a little piece of paper wrapped around it. He takes the paper off, and oh, guess what? She's pregnant. Shit, man. Okay. So this is like, this was so stupid because yeah. we already knew this. Yeah. Right? Like, they they tried to set this up earlier in the movie where yeah. she's like, I mean, it was so obvious that she wanted to tell him she was pregnant and didn't. Yeah. yeah. You all, You picked up on that, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's very obvious. And then yeah. he's just like, she's like, oh, can't you just stay home from work tonight? There's something I have to tell you. Uh, it was so obvious. And he's like, I cannot, I cannot stay home from work. I, no, she was. I have to go. I have to go to work. Tim. Uh, she, she was like, I didn't want to tell you this way, but I have something very important to tell you. And he's like, way? you have something important to tell me? <laughs> yes. Can it wait till I'm back from work? Yeah, I have to go. <laughs> he has to. He protects time, dude. He's got to go. He, not but at we that all point. Know. At that point, he doesn't even protect time. He's just a regular cop. <laughs> yeah, we all know she's pregnant. Of so course. this is the movie catching him up to what we already know. Yeah. Which but he is kind of stupid. He explains in uh, the beginning of the movie, he doesn't. he's not really great at English, so he doesn't understand all <laughs> the words, Tim. So he didn't understand that that's what you do. You sit someone down and tell them you're pregnant. He didn't know. I, okay, I agree with you that this is kind of uh, a very um, convenient way for him to figure out that his wife was pregnant. What I don't mind is him finding out. I know he, like, totally, like... Maybe don't have the scene where she clearly is going to tell him. Maybe have a scene where she, like, 
sees that we get her just getting the news that she's pregnant and then she never gets a chance to tell him and then he finds out later. I like him finding out later. I agree that the way he finds out and the way she was trying to tell him before were, uh, yeah, a little bit too convenient. Yes. Okay. Uh, it was incredibly forced is the term I would use. <laughs> yeah, incredibly forced. Okay, sure. Not com- incredibly forced. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. It didn't quite bother you yet. But let me get to... Just a couple minutes, I have a question. I want to point out to something. You tell me if that bothered you about it. Okay. Because it certainly bothered me. I'm going to say the whole bottom of this movie definitely fell out for me. I kept being like, (laughs) okay, but then they're going to do this and it's going to make up for it. And then they didn't do it. And then I'd be like, okay, but then they're going to do this and it's going to make up for it. And then they didn't do it. So I was left with a few few holes in my uh, whole uh, construction of the plot. Yeah. Okay. Now, one more thing about the hospital. So he comes back to the ex-partner. She's dead. The goons have killed her. Yes. Okay. A nurse comes in and sees that she's dead. Yeah. And thinks Van Damme did it because he's in the room. Of course. Okay. So no questions asked. Van Damme jumps through a frosted window. (laughs) No questions asked. No concern for what might be on the other side? No uh, no idea what might He's, be on the other no side. No idea. He throws himself through a window yep. and hopes for the best because a nurse was screaming. <laughs> That's how he gets out of the hospital. It's... It's you know 1994. What? Can't they take <laughs> fingerprints of that syringe and just see that he's never touched it before? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He was so worried that he was going to get in trouble. He threw himself out of this window, and it was, I don't know, it was like seven stories up when he came out the other side, and he just happened to grab a hold of some shit on the way down and be yeah. completely fine. Phew. I was definitely lucky when he threw himself out that window. I was like, what? He has no idea where he's just jumping to his death here. What is this? Yeah, exactly. Luckily, there's a catwalk a few meters below. Yeah. And he got it. So he's able to hit some stuff on the way down and survive and catch. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's probably also not really safe to throw your body through a glass window. Yeah. Could cut you up pretty bad. Could. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. He scoped. He worst, scoped it out. He worst pre- scene in the movie. Yeah. He pre-scoped it out. He had looked already as he walked in. He's like, okay, oh. if I have to, I can jump out that window. If I have to, I can grab He's that. He's just that. that good. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he jumped out the window the first time and was gonna fall to his death. Oh. So yeah. he traveled back to the like future. Yeah. And then came back again for a second run at it. I like scoped it. out where to jump, and then jumped out that window. Yeah. Oh, I would this say makes more sense now. I would say yeah, um unexplainable for sure why he did that, but I mean it's cool to see someone fly out of a window and then catch themselves on the way down. Uh but yes. That was a great uh, action scene. Great action scene, but yes, no reason for this yeah. at all. No right. reason for this at all. Just tell her it wasn't you maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just try yeah. that first before you jump out of a window. <laughs> Yeah, I feel much better now that we talked yeah. about it. Yeah, that's what I would do. If 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 there was like a syringe, I had just also come in the room and there was a syringe in that had just killed somebody and nurse started screaming, I would say, listen, I'm as shocked as you. I didn't, it wasn't me. I don't know who did this. Yeah, exactly. Now, he runs to the mall because he knows on this day in 1994, he's supposed to be there to meet his wife. 
and he finds her and tells her he's from the future. Yeah. So here's what I don't like about him yeah. finding the blood and finding out that she's pregnant. Yeah. So wait. Now that she's pregnant, now he's going to save her life? What about before? How come he hasn't tried to save her before? There's no value in saving her life before, but now that she's pregnant, he's like, I must save you? I'm going to say no on this. What I'm going to say, what I thought had happened here is that he never could go back and save her because you are not allowed. Like he's the policeman of not being allowed to change time because it'll change the future. My thought was that the when um, Macomb went back and actually changed the future, that was the first time that the future had changed, like that it had actually cascaded into the future and now there was a new future. So I think he was just like, screw it. I'm going to go back and save my wife. Because now okay. it's a different future. It's just like totally different. So that's what I thought, that it was just like he was past it by that point. Because their job is to just like, like... Their job is to keep the future intact, right? Like, or so to keep the like present intact so that nothing changes. And as soon as something changed, that's when I thought he would just be like, well, screw it. Like, I'm going to save my wife then. Okay. I mean, but maybe I get what you're saying that, because it comes right after he finds out she's came right after. <laughs> it comes maybe right he after, could have gone to her before t- talking yeah. to the partner or something. Yeah, I'm probably giving it know, too much credit here, but yes, yeah, so that's what I thought. It felt to me like, yes, now that she's pregnant, she's worth saving. Right, yeah. Anyways, it's all fine, by the way, everybody listening. Hey, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I haven't talked to, to everybody for a while. Yeah. Uh, I hope you're enjoying this episode. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Check the end, from fine. here on out... The, the I don't know why this is the ending. Like the the movie, <laughs> yeah, totally. It, like, I, why is this where we're going? Like, I knew we'd be back to the house for the yeah, ending. I did know that because why did it blow up? <laughs> why did it blow up with all the bad? I feel like all the bad guys were still in it when it blew up. Yeah, so, I mean, you get that sense, but I'm sure they just walked through a time portal. I know. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, what, that's what, true. What, yeah. Yeah, but but otherwise, what did they do? They just killed the wife. Yes. Who cares? Exactly. Why? Yeah. Who cares if you kill her? Why did they blow up the house? So I was expecting to get like, okay, we're going to get like a lot of the behind the scenes of what happened up in here, but it actually is just like totally changing what happened. So I, I don't know. This, this is a weird, this was definitely a weird ending. I didn't like everything that was no. playing out here. No. Of course. I know. This movie, yeah. like it started off really, really good and then it just slowly went downhill all the way yeah. to the end. But I, I would say I was excited. We were yeah, it was still fun. fun. I was excited we were going back to the house. Like, I, oh, I yeah. was. I was like, okay, like, I, I know there was some weird stuff happening during this scene, so I'm, I'm excited to see it, like, from, oh, you know, the future uh, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's perspective. This is going to be cool. But then it wasn't that. It wasn't cool at all. <laughs> it wasn't that at all. So then I was just, like, let down. Right. Yeah, I liked when he went uh, and found his wife, like, future him found his wife and was trying to convince her, like, you know, you have to do what I say, you know, you're in danger. And she asks him what she's like in 10 years. And he says, just like now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. Just like now with the addition that you're dead. Yeah. Less skin. uh, No more organs. More like your hair is the same, but your body's kind of all dust. Yeah. And, and actually your hair is dust as well. Yeah. You're like, uh, it's like you, but you're, you're like skinnier. You're like a skeleton. Yeah. Picture you like in a in a, a box of ash. <laughs> yeah, that's how you're doing. Right. Just yeah. There's peachy. not even a skeleton. She's a box of ash for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we're back, uh, as you mentioned, to Van Damme's house. Um, similar, you know, set up to the beginning, except this time future Van Damme is able to get the jump on these thugs. Right. So this whole scene here, it's like you've got future Max running around outside. It's raining hard. You've got current Max inside the house, the dark house with the lights off with his wife. I found this all very boring. And I think it was mostly because I didn't know who was who and where all these people were. I didn't know where the thugs were. I didn't know where outside Van Damme was trying to go. I didn't know where inside Van Damme was trying to go. I couldn't really make out what was happening. Everybody's like sneaking around looking for somebody else and nobody finds anybody. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> it's just a big game of who can I find and no one's finding anyone. It's like a big You're game of hide to people seek. sneaking around outside, yeah. sneaking around inside, and no one's actually coming across anyone else. The house is huge, so it's, it's easy, game easy to avoid seek. people. The yard is huge. Nobody can find anybody. Van yeah. Damme, it looks like he's outside in the forest somewhere. Like, totally. He, yeah, I don't know where, where he is. Where is he going? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um... I just thought it was some real rough filmmaking here, man. Yeah. So this was not great. No, I agree. And I'm like, I projected onto the end of this because I'm like, oh, it's going to be cool when nothing changes. Everything's the exact same. It's just Van Damme's, uh, future Van Damme's in different spots. And he was actually behind the scenes. But that's not really what this movie is. That's more of a whatever happened, happened type time travel movie where you can never change it because it always happened that way. Um, but like if you were there, you were there. You know, if like future Van Damme was there in 94, he was always there. We just never saw him. Uh, but that's not the way this movie works. Right. So right. I was like, I was like projecting that me wanting that to happen on the end, but that's not, that's not how this time travel works. So it's actually all changed and different. And yeah, I agree. It wasn't super exciting because I wanted to just get to like the end. I wanted to just get to the plot, the part where like the house blows up and everything's happening. Uh, and it was just a lot of sneaking around. Yeah, this is what I'm going to go back to my earlier comment about. I think it would have been really cool if he was hunting down a team of guys from different yeah. time periods. Yeah. And your your big climactic scene can be him even going for Macomb, who's somewhere, yeah. you know, and he's got, he's already got his, like, group, you know, Van Damme's got his group rounded up, and now he's just going for Macomb. It would yeah, have been, like, I, a more natural, like, final scenario. I feel like... For sure. I feel like the writers even got confused about what yeah. they were trying to do and how to, like, resolve the, the ending of this movie. I think you're right. I think it's like, okay, we'll start with the house where like the, the, the guys come in, they kill the wife, they're going to be the future guys, and then we'll end there. We'll get, but when they got there, they didn't know what to do with it. This is like, it's just wrapped up so strange. There's like, even a guy here, you talking about like not much happening. There's a guy here peeking out a window trying to shoot Van Damme's wife. And it's just like the rain is getting in his way. Like it's just rain <laughs> getting in his eyes for multiple yeah. takes where he just keeps leaning out and it's rain and he keeps leaning out and it's rain. Then Van Damme kicks him through the window. And I'm like, well, now you have a good shot. You got, you're through the window. Like he put you in a great position to shoot his wife. Um, it's just, yeah, you're right. It was a little, little slow here. Not a great uh, thought out ending. Yeah, my favorite part was the wife climbs out on the roof in the rain and she falls off and Van Damme's out there and he grabs her and he's holding her with one hand and he's hanging on to the rain gutter with his yes. other hand. Yes. Now it is violently pouring rain. Yes. Violently. They'd both be soaking wet. Yes. But he's able to hang on to her. Of course. Okay. What's my problem with this? Uh, 
that he wouldn't be able to hang on to her. Okay, that that would be a natural um, response, but no. Okay, forget about Van Dam being able to hold on with the one rain hand gutter. to a rain gutter with three hundred fifty pounds. Yes. Yeah. How the fuck is this yeah. rain gutter holding three hundred fifty pounds up and not breaking? It even broke a little bit, so it's just like hanging by one hinge, which doesn't make any sense. Well, it eventually breaks. I think yeah. there's a guy like stomping on them, and it eventually right. breaks. So one yeah. of the two hinges breaks off. Yeah. It slides out, and it's still perfectly straight, holding it's fine. Up. It's yeah. not even bending. That yeah. other hinge is so strong that it won't even, the gutter won't even bend. Yeah, it's arguably, Tim, it's more strong now. The gutter's more strong. It can hold more weight now that it's just hanging by that one. Yeah. For me, this was more unbelievable than the time travel aspect of this movie. Uh, agreed, this yes. Yes, agreed. The, the time travel makes sense. The, the other things are the more unbelievable things. What I did like, though, I like her falling from the top of the roof because, like, somebody fell from the top of the roof, rolled all the way down, and then <laughs> yeah. fell off the roof and someone caught them. Like, that actually right. happened. Uh, it was a far back shot, so it's obviously, like, stunt people doing it. But that, it was incredible. Uh, it was an incredible action scene of her rolling down a roof and then being caught by someone. It looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah, good work, stunt people. <laughs> good work. And good work, uh, whoever built that house, uh, put a lot of uh, uh, work in heart and soul into that gutter. Yeah, we will figure out how to travel through time before we can figure out rain gutters that are that strong. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. So Senator McComb shows up. He grabs the wife. He has a bomb. He's going to blow them all up because his current self is not there and will be fine. But both of the Van Dams are there, so they'll be gone. Now, cur the current senator of that time shows up because Van Damme called him. Yeah. Told him to come. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of like laughed at how stupid the like senator from back in time was like, yeah. Every time future senator interacted with him, old senator kind of seemed like he had the brain of like a five-year-old. Right. And this is, <laughs> Another example. He's an idiot. He's a complete he idiot. He just kind of walks in. Yeah. He walks into the room and is just like, hey, guys, uh, what's going on here? Uh, I got Someone a phone called call me to, to a meeting I here? I uh, got a phone call to come to this house. Like, what? Who called you? You're just going to come to a random house? Yeah. Well, did you, you saw you you saw the scene that he got called, though, right? No. Oh, his, his secretary came out and she oh. said, oh, you had a message from this person. And it was like, from the other guy like so he didn't oh. he wasn't on the phone with van damme oh okay. he he the secretary had given the message and he's like clear my schedule for the rest of the day she oh, said you right. have a, yeah she said right. you have a meeting here by at this time that someone called and he said oh yeah cancel my schedule so uh, that's okay. why he was going there he had just got the message that makes sense because i think the movie understood that if he was actually picked up the phone and van damme was on the other end he wouldn't confuse it with himself yeah i know I just pictured Van Damme, like, trying to change his voice a bit. Uh, you are going to come to the uh, house at the 134th uh, Charleston uh, Street, uh, 8 p.m. It's it's you. I mean, me. It's it me. me. You. It's it, uh, me from the future. Me. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, okay, cool, man. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah. Okay, I I'll be there. I can't wait to see you again. <laughs> 
We've got lots to catch up on. That deal, yeah. it, it, it was a good yeah. good business deal you told me to do. That was great. Hey, you got any more info for me? <laughs> so we've got a real mess on our hands now. Now that everybody's in the house with a bomb. It's a real mess. Uh, the wife ends up getting shot. So Van Damme grabs one senator and kicks him into the other, causing a time paradox. And the two melt together. They turn into a blob and disappear. And Van Damme is able to get his wife out of the house before it explodes. So Van Damme heads back to the future, where everything seems to be back to normal. Uh, Better than normal, in fact. Senator McComb is gone. All of the people at TEC's knowledge of events has changed. Everybody seems like more happy about stuff. yeah. Van Damme's wife is alive, and he has a 10-year-old son. And this would be so weird. Like, he's basically missed 10 years with his wife and his kid. Yeah, definitely. So they... They've spent 10 years with a different li- living him. with him yeah. and talking to him and like making memories that he doesn't have. Yeah. And the end. Yeah. He probably should have the memories, but I also don't know. This is where it's like, don't get too deep into the time travel, whether he has the memories or whether the Van Damme she was with was a different one. And now that guy's gone. <laughs> like, did he replace well, him? Cu- a curious idea about how memories yeah, work yeah. with time travel. Yeah. I just assumed since he didn't, he wasn't there. Li- he didn't live yeah. that time. No, no. He he changed the future, then jumped to it, and he is the person that didn't. Wait, how does that work? Yeah, I don't know. He I must be know. the person who lived it, because if he jumps to the future, there, it's not like there's two of them. No, I know, but he's so he not the person. The... He's not the person that lived it. This is where you can't no. get too no, focused. No, he changed. On it. He changed the future, but that yeah. doesn't mean he. I don't think he has any of the memories. I think he changed no. the future, but yeah. by then jumping to the new future, yeah. it is new, but he doesn't recall anything yeah, that in happened. This, because even in like this the people way, at it's... TEC, when when he come every time he comes back from a jump. Yeah, they, like things have changed, and they don't really remember him, right? Or they they don't remember what he's talking about because events have changed. Yeah. So I think I don't think he has the memories. I think he's just fresh. He's got a ten year old kid he knows nothing about. Yeah. yeah. He's got a wife he hasn't seen in ten years. Yeah. And I think he'd have to come clean about this. I think he'd have to be <laughs> I think like, so. look, yeah. I have no idea what has transpired over the past ten years with you guys, and I'm sorry, but yeah. Previously to this, you were dead. So he has to. I, like, if he just the next day is just like trying to pretend like he knows what's going on, and he just like doesn't take his kid to baseball or something because he didn't know that there's yeah, a game exactly. that day. He's just pretending. Then the next movie, Time Cop Two, is just about him trying to yeah. fit in with his family without <laughs> without telling them that he hasn't been there for ten years. It should have been a rom com with him and his yeah, family. Yeah, this is very trying to figure this is, out. This is very much um, back to the future logic, um, where you yeah. go back to the time that you have right. changed, you've made a new time, but you don't remember any of the stuff in between. You're just there now at the new time. Yeah. They seem yeah. to be dealing with several different types of time travel logic in the movie. Uh, probably, I yeah. Don't, I don't think they had a time travel advisor on stuff. No, no. They didn't really, like, they didn't put, like, pen to paper of, like, let's figure this out. Let's, let's make sure make this sure works. <laughs> Let's make sure this works and we get it. No, they yeah. just had a guy sit down in the movie and say, don't worry about it. <laughs> There's yeah. a book there. 
You know what? All those pages in that book were probably blank. The first page had stuff on it, Ooh. but then the rest the rest were blank. Yeah, nice. This is all you need to know about time travel here. Boom. Nothing. Yeah, so the one last thing I wanted to mention is in the future, the only thing that's different than the past are their cars, which look so ridiculous. So bad. Did you, did you like happen to pay attention to what their cars looked like? Yeah. Like for me, for some reason, it looked like a garbage can, but I don't know why. <laughs> like I kept thinking it was, they were just driving down like garbage bins. It looks so stupid. They look dude. so horrible. It looks Awful. like some like sort of like house? weird spaceship type thing. I like the garbage yes. can reference. It definitely looks like that. But why, why is everything else everything normal? Else the same. There's no tech in the house. There's no upgraded no. tech. But this no. car, they're, they're all so dumb and futuristic. Yeah. Didn't make any sense. No. And they like autopilot, like they auto drive. The house is just completely exactly the houses that you, you would see. Um, yeah. No tech at all. Just regular. But the cars look dumb and can autopilot you home. Take me home. Yeah. So I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I was not a big fan of this movie. But I had fun watching it. Yeah. And I had fun talking about, about it. I'll tell you what. I watched it twice. I didn't think I was going to do that. After yeah. the first watch, I'm like, I'm not watching this again. I watched it a second time, and I actually enjoyed it more. Yeah, kind yeah. Knowing how disappointed I was the first time seeing it. Uh, you know, I saw it as a kid, but just I'd forgotten most of it. But seeing it that first time, very disappointed. Second time, a little bit better. But I, I wouldn't recommend this as a, a movie to go out and watch. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because i think it was maybe our differing um expectations going in mine yeah. were very very low i was thinking like blood sport type which i love blood sport but i was thinking like blood sport quality type movie right. um and then so right as soon as it started and the first like 10 15 minutes are going i was like oh this is a real movie like this this is this is a movie that was on a big screen and probably made a lot of money like it, it, it and at that point i was thinking it should be someone else other than Jean-Claude Van Damme. That would make this even better if it was Stallone or something or, or Dolph Lundgren, like you said, it would make it even better. Uh, but I was surprised. And then I just kind of had, had a good time with it. So when the ending let me down, it's almost like, well, that's what I was expecting going in. So it was, it was fine. As soon as the rails started to come off, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I was just kind of having fun with it. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Exactly. Yeah. And it's easy to rip on movies like that just because they struggle sometimes to do it right. They try so very hard. They they do. I mean, movies have just come so far that you look back at something like this and you can poke the holes in it. But back then, it was probably great. Yeah. yeah it was fun. Even though I remember not thinking it was all that great. Even as Okay. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Um, I feel like this is going to be easy, but we're ranking our time travel movies this year. Um, I'll go first. Okay. I have About Time at number one, and I have Time Cop at number two. What yeah. about you, Dean? Yeah, for some reason, I pulled up my list just to make sure that I did it correctly. <laughs> uh, about Time is my number one, and Time Cop is my number two. Right on. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to our time travel movie next month. Me too. Great. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, please help support us here at Talking Back. You can share an episode with a friend. 
uh, you can uh, head on over to Patreon and check out our Patreon page over there. We've got some fun and exciting ways to get additional episodes. And hey, now that this episode's over, you should probably go check out bfopnetwork.com where there's a bunch of other nostalgia-based podcasts over there for you to listen to and check out. Lots of great stuff going on over there. Dean, thank you for joining. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke.